As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen. This is Betty Ray, your host for Ask Raphael. And today we're going to talk about mastering your physical body. And I'm still having trouble with this screen. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It says, your friend W4WN is waiting to hear from you. I'm trying to get this set up so I can see the screen. And I have messed up again. Okay. Um, here we go. Well, <laughs> no, I can't see it. Um uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to do this. Here we go. Now I've got it today. All right. Phew. Okay. This comes from the book called Mastership, and it is a, a channeled work between Raphael and me. We are conversing about how it is you can master your life and raise your consciousness. And Raphael and I have worked on this for a while, and we are revising it again to combine it with another book called the keys to the kingdom of heaven. We spoke about this last week, if you were here. And so we would like to now talk about how to master your physical body. This is really a big one. And I know I've just been going through all kinds of physical problems. But of course, nearly 84, I think it is expected. We get a little older, the kind of the body wears out a little bit. But 
I'm telling you, it is always an opportunity to master your own life. And so your physical body is kind of the mechanism by which you can figure out where you are in the universe and who God is. And so we say to you, yes, you can master the physical body when somebody says this to me, because you have to learn to listen to it. A lot of people ignore their physical body, push it beyond its limits, and it's like it starts to rebel. And when it starts to rebel, then you've got trouble. There's another thing. I studied um, emotional freedom technique and a couple of other things like body talk which helped you to understand how the physical body was trying to talk to you. We did kinesiology. We learned how to muscle test with the deltoid muscle, and the body would not lie. If you can find a doctor that knows kinesiology, you will find a doctor that will be able to tell you what your body really needs. And you can hold an apple in one hand, and your body will test strong. You can hold a pack of cigarettes in the other hand and your body will test weak because your body cannot lie. And so uh, another question comes in, how do you know you have mastered it? Well, let's put it this way. It's an ongoing study, but you know you have mastered it when you are healthy 90% of the time. And I say 90% of the time because little things can crop up you could get the sniffles, but then if you learn to meditate, you will learn to find out how to fix the body in that moment in time. And, and spirit will send people to you. It's amazing. I've just had a young woman that came into my life with her essential oils. And Linda has been a miracle worker for my physical body. And so when you need to have a cure and you trust God, which is often called the universe, it has many names, I call it an it because it's not a he or a she, this God that we know of. And so how do you know when you've mastered it? I think it's, it's mastering it is an ongoing experience. Yes, it's an ongoing experience. But this is what Raphael had to say about it. He said, beginner souls do not select their physical vehicle of expression. That's what he calls our physical body, by the way. And he goes on to say, their spirit guides and council of elders set up the life experience. Only advanced souls will choose an appropriate male or female physical body to augment the plan the soul has already in place. The parents are chosen and the DNA is selected including a mind of either great intelligence or very little intelligence. The soul may choose to select a handicap or potential health problem, or it may choose to have a body of great physical physique for endurance and the ability to overcome challenges in strength. It may select its human family, and it may have select its family with siblings or to be to any child. It will select its, it will select its uh, family and the siblings, and it will have the details of its location, its race, its religion, and even the star signs are chosen to give the soul all the talents and challenges for the game of sentient life. And if you think of it as a game, if you think of it as an opportunity to be on Earth stage and to have your soul tell a story. You will find that 
you are able to let go of being so involved in this play that your soul is creating. And so I'm saying to you that it is possible for you to master your, your physical body in this life. So Raphael goes on to say, before a soul has gained mastery over it, it will experience all of the star signs many times. In other words, many lifetimes. And he goes on to say, and it will also experience all the races, most of the religions, and both male and female bodies. Although some soul colors prefer a certain type body. Remember, for example, I'm interjecting here. The red soul always likes a strong physique, male or female. It wants strength because it needs to be a leader. And to be a leader, it has to have physical force behind it. So going back to what he says. Remember the soul is an apprenticeship as a co-creator with the source. To become a master, a soul must overcome all physical challenges and becomes a miracle worker or simply put, becomes a divine being in mastering the dense matter of the physical world. And that's what you're doing. You're learning to be a a co-creator with God. You are sent here. Your purpose is to, first of all, raise your energy into joy so that you can take the divine inspiration, the divine ideas, and create beauty and peace and harmony and joy in this planet. If you have anxiety and doubt and fear, you are, oh, you are crippling your ability to be a co-creator with God. And this is why it is so important that you have the ability to look at life with joy, to accept everything that happens as perfect. And the next question came in asking if I have mastered this. Of course not. I have not mastered it or I wouldn't be here. Because really, once you master this, you don't need to be on the planet anymore. On the other hand, many of us are here to be of service to the rest of people who are struggling so hard. We want to bring the divine light and wisdom of God to you. And so Jesus came back. He didn't need to, but he came back. I'm certainly not comparing myself to Jesus the Master. But I'm saying that there are wise souls out there and for some reason, I've, been, I've found myself on this radio station trying to bring Raphael's wisdom, which is not mine, and I have not necessarily mastered it, so that the wisdom that comes through me is what I'm trying to master, to get it clear and so that people can understand what it is we are trying to teach. And yes, I am learning to master that, to just find myself at this point in my life Having my own radio show is like a miracle to me. So Raphael goes on to talk about how wonderful this physical body is. And he says that uh, we've done some research here. There's several things that, um, that is, it makes your physical body so amazing. And I'm stopping for another question. Question is, is it an ongoing process then? Can we say we can never reach mastery? No, because when we do reach mastery, we often find ourselves as teachers for others. But the mistake I see people making is teaching before they've mastered. 
They want so badly to share the wisdom that excites them, that they've gained, that they immediately want to turn around and teach it to somebody else before they have mastered it. And this, I find, is that they run into people that really get angry with them for getting up on their stage and preaching to them when they weren't invited. Remember, we've talked about this in the past. As Shakespeare said, that all the world is a stage and we are actors upon it. And yet, each of you are the master of your show. You are the star of your show. And you're the main character. Now, a main character to make a story interesting has to have an antagonist in the story. Somebody to challenge them. Even though the main character is called the protagonist, that's the hero or heroine of the story. Everybody has a story to tell, and they have their own TV show. Let's look at it that way. So it is an ongoing process, and we do reach mastery eventually, and we cycle off from this planet. That means that we have mastered all of the knowledge that we need to create exactly what we desire. So you don't look at people who are wealthy and seem to have all the money they need to create and do whatever they want. Those are not necessarily masters of their souls. No, oftentimes they are really being challenged in many ways. And there are many examples of very, very young souls who are multimillionaires or billionaires. And all they're interested in is making more money or all they're interested in is power and control over others. And they will often have a great deal of bigotry and a great deal of narrow-mindedness because they haven't had enough life experiences in different body types and in different religions and in different races' bodies to have the tolerance that would come with all of that. Once you have had all of that balancing experience of many lifetimes behind you, you become a very wonderful, delightful guru of truth. We look at the Dalai Lama. He has such joy radiating from him all the time that you you know he is an advanced soul. And he is here on the planet to bring peace and harmony to the world. Now, there's an advanced soul that probably will cycle off when he's done with this life. But you look at other people, I can mention one or two in politics, who seem to be creating chaos in their world and in the world of others because they are determined to do things from their perspective and will not allow other people to have a perspective as well. So yes, it is an ongoing process that we can, but we can eventually reach mastery. That is true. I'm just saying to you, don't expect to do it in this lifetime if you find that you have little joy in your life. Now, if you're listening to this radio program, you are probably a creator, excuse me, (coughs) that has been able to find joy in your life. But that's the barometer by which you can measure your soul. If you find yourself depressed and heavy and angry and just discombobulated, you will realize that you have not raised your consciousness to a point of joy which shows an advanced soul. Now, there are a lot of older souls out there, mature souls out there that are doing the work they've come here to do, who are healers, and yet they've had a 
a horrendous lifetime if you hear their story. Maybe a terrible relationship or something terrible happened to them physically, but you cannot judge by outer appearances. Jesus went through a terrible time when he was accused of something he was not guilty of, and he had to go to trial by which he never spoke a word because he knew no matter what he said, they would condemn him anyway. He was psychic. He knew the future. And at one point in the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked God, his father, to let this cup pass from him because he knew the torture he would be put through. And yet he said, not my will, Abba, but thine be done. And so this is how we have to imitate this big brother of ours called Jesus. This is how we have to imitate him. When we have a trial that we cannot seem to overcome, be it an addiction or whatever it might be, that challenge, as we every day overcome it, maybe fall down once in a while, but overcome it, we are getting toward mastery of this physical body. You see, a lot of people nowadays have addictions, and those addictions are hell on earth. And so, (laughs) if somebody's asking me, is this a religious program? I'm not affiliated with any church. I am a religious teacher because Raphael is the one who is speaking through me. And Raphael is the archangel close to God. He is the healing archangel of the planet. And I fell into this radio show. Betty Ray is the interpreter for Raphael. So the things that I am sharing with you may sound religious, but religion is a, um, a, a structured program that has dogma. Now, what I am trying to give you are Glimpses of the reality of the spirit that Raphael has been teaching me for over 50 years now. And this thing, is he the closest one to you, to God? Is he the closest one to God is the question that came in. There are many archangels, and they are all around the throne of God. They are the thoughts of God in physical manifestation. They are the interpreters of God-mind to various people on the planet They are the ones that appear. Like the story of Jesus, it was the archangel Gabriel that appeared to her to announce that she was pregnant with Jesus. And she knew that wasn't possible because she was a virgin. And so, yes, that is a religion now because Jesus has many followers. But every one of the religions has an angel involved in it. If you study religions as I have done to become an ordained minister a long time ago, I studied world religions, and every one of them has a belief in angels, everybody. And so you see that these are God's messengers. And for whatever reason, God has chosen to have Raphael work with me. He calls us people his green berets. We are like an army for God. And what we are doing is sharing the beauty and the goodness of God in this world. Whereas so many people focus on the negativity, on the evil as they want to look at it, because we do have a negative polarity on this planet. And the reason for it is to teach each of us souls how to overcome the negative and to bring forth the beauty and goodness that is God. God is also part of the negative because 
you have probably said that you believe that God is in everyone and everything. And you have to extend that into the negative polarity and everything that represents the negative. Because if God is the energy by which everything that exists is, then that energy is experiencing the negative on this planet. And it is experiencing it in the human beings that are also tuning into the negative. This is why you can begin to understand God cannot judge. God is within every terrorist. God is part of that person. It is not, it does not leave. It is a part of because it is the energy that makes everything exist. And so when you ask questions about this being a religious show, no, because religion is a is a form of dogma that is preached, and if you don't believe it, you'll go to hell kind of thing, and definitely not what we are bringing forth for you. Raphael is a healer, and he has come to the planet to raise consciousness. He says this is the time when a great change will take place. This is the tipping point where more and more people will raise their consciousness out of fear and doubt and prejudice and bigotry, and they will learn to accept everyone as their brother and sister. There will be no color that you can see. There will be no race that you can define. There will only be the human race. And so, yes, this is what the teachings are from from Raphael and Archangel, and it is a marvelous, open-minded form. So another question is, what do you think is coming? (laughs) Oh, well, that's a loaded question, isn't it? What do you think is coming? Raphael has said to watch politics, and as we see the transparency in politics, and I've said this before, As he said, you will see the transparency in politics. You will begin to sort through those who are truth and those who are not. Because when you are recorded on television or in the radio or whatever for saying something, you cannot take it back. It's there. It's transparent. And so you begin to pay attention to what people say and you look for the contradictions. Now, granted, we can change our mind if we get more information and more facts. We can change our mind about something, but we have to admit to that. We have to say, I used to think, but now I realize the truth is closer to this. But you don't see that too often in politics. What you see is cover-ups. Oh, I never said that. Or no, you've got it wrong. That's false news. And so it is a way of making excuses for you being found out. And so we have to say this to you, that Raphael is bringing truth. And it is because this time when the social media can be so powerful and when the uh, transparency everywhere is so powerful that the people are beginning to make up their own minds. They're not blind followers anymore. They're going to use their intellect to decide right and truth and what is not right and truthful. And then that silent majority will begin to speak up and say, no, we don't accept this. This is not truth. This is not good. And that is happening. There's a groundswell of it happening. Consciousness is raising, and this is a time when the shift 
will occur. And we, we hear that word shit along with it, excuse our language. But no, this is a time of joyful celebration, ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to this show. Raphael is here to bless this planet and to help heal it. It is raising up people who will try to save this planet. Regardless of what people try to say that nothing's wrong with it, we know that this planet has a lot of problems. And we know that there are people who know this and they will do whatever they can to save our planet. So regardless of those who don't know it, there are others that seem to be silent but they're really not. They're working behind the scenes. And so what I think is coming, I think what is coming is an amazing time on planet Earth. And it means to hold fast to your truth. Do not allow the negative that you see. Do not focus on that. Be aware of it. Don't be blind to it. Study both sides of the situation in any way. But also know in your heart that you are projecting goodness and peace and harmony into this world, or you wouldn't be listening to this show. So going back to your questions, is this a religious program? No, not really. This is a program of peace and happiness and joy and raise consciousness. That is our purpose for being here, to help each one of you raise your own consciousness out of fear and doubt and trust the inspirations that are given to you from your own angels and guides and from Raphael and all the other archangels. As you study this kind of methodology of listening to angels, you will be amazed at the things that happen to you. We call it serendipitous things that happen to you. It will be like miracles. And so, We have another person who has asked, how can we get this done, this new coming that is coming? It has to begin within your own soul. It has to begin within your own mind. As you overcome your fears and doubts, as you step forward firm and strong in what you believe is truth, and at the same time, as we spoke earlier, you don't try to impose your truths on other people. I'm here and I'm giving you this truth. You are choosing to listen to it or not. And yet we say to you, you cannot impose your truths on anyone else. That's a big mistake. That is power and control over others. And you cannot do that. People have to come to this realization only when they are ready for it. And we say to you, more and more and more people are ready for this message. This message of peace and harmony now on the planet. And so, (laughs) a big question here, how do we know we are learning the right stuff to get closer to mastery? It's easy. How often do you get scared and give in to that fear? How often do you choose fear over love? It's as simple as that. You have to pay attention to your thoughts. Now, every time this show comes up, I get this churning my stomach. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to mess up again. I'm not going to get this or I'm not. And I have to stop my thinking. And I have to say, Raphael, help me through this. I take a big, deep breath. I relax my shoulders. And I say, all my needs are met this day and every day of my life. And I ask all of you to write that down. 
Because when you have that attitude of gratitude, that all your needs... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's our met each day, every day of your life. The serendipitous of seeing beyond the negative and seeing how negative things can be turned into positive is what raises your consciousness and allows you to be the teacher you desire to be to help others. But remember, do not give them your wisdom. Do not throw your wisdom before swine as it is in the Bible. They're pearls. Do not throw them before people that will trample them under the earth. Instead, wait until they ask you what you think. Until they come to you and ask you for a question, how you do what you do. I had a client earlier who got that message. And he was amazed when someone came to him, a total stranger, and asked him to explain how he did what he did. And he joyously gave that information. And it lifted him up. He felt like he was walking on clouds. He got the message. And he knew what a great teacher he could be if he only would wait for the student to come to him. And that's what each of you are doing. You cannot jump in and tell other people how to direct their show when it's their show. They're the star of it. And they direct their own show under a stage. When you're invited on the stage and they ask you questions, that's when you will be inspired by angels to say exactly what needs to be said in that moment in time. This is again called trust. When you learn to trust your own inner guidance and you learn to trust that God desires only joy for you and that your main purpose for being on this planet is to learn how to express joy. To raise your consciousness out of fear and doubt, out of fear of poverty or not enough money or not enough of this or that, how to fear that your physical body is deteriorating and falling away in front of you, but knowing instead your physical body is exactly the way it should be in this moment in time. Whatever aches and pains you have may take you to a doctor. Let me just tell a quick story about that. 
I've often had chronic cystitis, which is a urinary tract infection. And this one time I had a very severe one and I was in terrible pain. And I called my doctor and my doctor wasn't available. So I went into the clinic and I got a doctor who was fairly new. And my husband went with me and he waited in the waiting room while I went in. And it turned out this was an Eastern Indian doctor who was fairly new in the business. But while I was there, I got this kind of pushing from the back of my head, which I often get when the message is coming through. And I ignored it because she's a total stranger and I didn't want to interfere. But it kept coming. And finally, I asked her permission to tell her what I was getting. And I was told that, that her angels and guides were congratulating her for pushing ahead the dream that she had to become a doctor in spite of the the deterrent she was getting from her family. A woman was not supposed to be a doctor, according to them. But she followed her divine guidance, and she still overcame it. And what I was getting was that her angels and guides were applauding her and congratulating her for following the divine plan for her life. Well, she broke down and cried and hugged me because she needed that. She needed to know that although she alienated some of her family, it was the right path for her to take. Well, after she treated me and gave me the medication that would stop the pain, I went out into the waiting room and sat down next to my husband and I said, I am so mad at God. And he looked at me and he said, say what? And I said, why couldn't God have sent that woman to me instead of me getting this bladder infection and all this pain to go to her? And I'm telling you now, that is often the way God works. You are meeting new people when you have a new doctor. You are interchanging God energy when you go because you have to go to the doctor for whatever. And so don't think you have committed a sin or an error to make your physical body ill. Don't look at it that way. The, the, the problem that I've had now has brought new people into my life. I'm learning about essential oils that are amazing. I kind of poo-pooed them when I first heard about it. I thought, oh, it's just another one of those things. But no, they are amazing. And if you know of somebody that can, has them, go ask them for help with your own physical ailments. You will be meeting a new kindred spirit, a healer that is only trying to be of service to others. And so... All right. Okay. Now I'm going back to look at questions because I've gotten along with that. Okay. Okay. Why? Well, what question answer to that? Why do bad things happen? Well, I got that bladder infection because I needed to go see that doctor and, and, and get the help. And, it, and I find that happens. I am used by God to meet people, to bring to them whatever, just my presence and my, my extension of love to them. And so that's often what this is about, our interaction with people and strangers. So what is that illness is the next question. It's called cystitis, and it is a, a bladder infection in simple terms. It's urinary tract infection. It can be caused by a kidney stones, and it can be caused by a kidney infection, but it causes severe pain in the bladder. So what kind of pain came with that illness? I just answered that question. Upon urination, it's like a stabbing pain. And so if you've ever had a urinary tract infection, you will not forget what it is. And some of the question is, how can you poo-poo something when you surely have had people poo-poo you? 
<laughs> I love the question. How can I poo-poo something when you surely have had people poo-poo me? Well, in fact, my family, I have four children, three sons and a daughter. Now, my three sons, are the oldest one is a cop. The next one is an engineer. And the third one is a molecular genetic scientist. Now, can you imagine how they look at their mom, who is a channel for the Archangel Raphael? First of all, they don't even know what a channel is. If they tuned into this, they would be maybe embarrassed, but I'm not naming names. So they poo-poo me all the time, yes. And yet, I have to hold steadfast to the things that I believe are truth. So, yes, I've had people poo-poo me. So I'm not poo-pooing, as you put it. I'm not putting down something that I know other people can't accept. They wouldn't be listening to this show. You would not be listening to this show if you could not at least get part of what is being said here to you and make it a truth for you. If it doesn't fit, throw it out the window. You won't hurt my feelings. But I am here because of the miracle of me getting this radio show. And that's the way things happen with me. That novel that I wrote a couple of years ago that became a number one bestseller, Soulmates and Angels, is about this Anita Lynn Riley who sees angels and communicates with them and channels this one angel called Alana. That was a miracle in my 80s to have a number one best-selling novel. That means I trusted that that idea when it came to me, I could do it. And so I just wrote. And I know I had help from the other side to write it. At times it felt like it was writing itself. And that's the way it works when you follow the divine inspiration and you hold steadfast to that inspiration, no matter what kind of doubts you have and poo-poos you have from other people as well as within yourself. So I hope that answers your question. And so the physical body is our topic here. It will always be a challenge to you. And if you live to be the ripe old age in your 80s as I have, sure you're going to have aches and pains. But if you ask the angels to help you, you will find, as I did, essential oils. You will find ways of being more comfortable in that old physical body. You will find ways to overcome illnesses that will lead you to people that you needed to meet and interact with as part of the divine plan for your life. So what my purpose here, it's not religion, it's truth. And that truth comes from the Archangel Raphael. And I am just that, I'm like a telephone for Raphael. I only tell you what comes through me as truth. And I have seen it as truth in my own life. I have seen it by having this joyous experience of finding a new home that is exactly what I need to fulfill my needs. So I have still my challenges. Everyone is on planet Earth. Jesus didn't, didn't escape his challenges. Every saint that has been on this planet, if you study their lives, they had challenges. Mother Teresa's writings came forth. When, and I can't help but laugh when I think about her falling flat on her face in a mud puddle. And she lifted herself up and she looked up to God and she said, If this is the way you treat your faithful ones, I hate to think about how you do with others. And it made me laugh because we all fall flat on our face in a mud puddle at some time or another, and we doubt that God is even existing. 
So, yeah, it's easy to poo-poo what we think is truth when it doesn't seem to be true. But you have to test it out. Anything that is said here, you have to test it out for yourself. And if it doesn't fit you, then do. Throw it out the window or put it on the shelf. And maybe later you'll look at it and you go, oh, okay, now I understand where she's coming from. You've had that experience. You've read a book that somebody recommended and you had to put it down because it just didn't resonate with you. But then you picked it up maybe a year later and you you just couldn't get over how it really hit you. And that's also to do with the planet being a, a time and a space element that is not true in the next dimension. And so... We say to you, dear friends, call in and at 1-561-713-0739. Or, no, wait a minute. Okay, this is the one. 561-623-9421 if you want to talk directly on the show. They're for clients. That's 561-623-9421. If you want to talk directly to me, I think I've got the right number again. And again, when you tune in, you tune in to W4WNRadioGuest.com, and that will get you on the show. Are there more questions out there, or should I continue on about the physical body? No more questions? Okay, here we go. The physical body. Here's some wonderful things about the physical biography. (laughs) Your biography becomes your biology. What you think feel, believe, and expect becomes who you are physically. Now that's pretty powerful. You, your biography becomes your biology. So what you eat is also what you are. You've heard that. Food is fuel. I just talked to a young woman who was having this series of feelings so heavy and so discombobulated. She couldn't figure it out. And immediately Raphael said, blood sugar. It turned out she didn't eat in the morning. She needed to have fuel in order to get her engine started in her physical body. And so she needed to eat something in the morning. And it lifted that weight that she was thinking was negative energy. No, it was simply her body needing fuel. That's why I'm doing this one today is that people don't realize that their body needs the right kind of fuel, but also your energy body of emotions can seem to fuel the body where you can be passionate about something and be driven and forget to eat. Now, I know about that because when I'm writing or when I'm working in my art studio, I lose all track of time, and then I'll come out of it and think, oh my gosh, I'm hungry, (laughs) Because we do get caught up in this many dimensions that we are in. Your body is one physical dimension. Your emotions are another one. Your mind is another dimension. All packaged together with your soul in this physical dimension. So you are four different dimensions. Your soul, your intellect, your physical body, and your emotional body. And they're all trying to work together to create and become a master of creation with God. And so, yes, you are learning to become a master of your physical body. And so, 
Every thought, there's your intellectual body, has a corresponding electrochemical reaction in the brain, which you feel in your body. You are an electrical machine as well as a chemistry laboratory that is constantly changing. They say that your body completely is changing by seven years, every seven years, and that it changes all the time with every food, every piece of food that you put in your body. It's constantly changing. But so often people don't pay attention to the needs of the body and they don't ask their angels for help when they are uncomfortable in their body. And when the people come to them to give you them, them that help, they don't trust them and they push them away. This is where there's a contradiction. You are a being of light. Your soul is a being of light. I see it as this huge column of light that is got these like 4th of July sparklers in it. And they're all dancing around in their own DNA pattern and it creates a color. And so I've already talked about soul colors in the past, but if you haven't heard that, there are seven soul colors, meaning that the the 4th of July sparklers in that column of light will radiate one particular color. It's mixture, but it'll radiate one color. So that a red soul will be very grounded to the earth. It kind of resonates with middle C on the piano if you're actually looking at vibrations. But each of the soul colors resonates at a different frequency vibration. And consequently, it's like looking at the world through its own binoculars. It will see the world through that color. And it will act through that color. And so, going through the spectrum, violet being the best is vibrating. Those who are violet souls are the ones who are the preachers and the and the rabbis and the ministers and all of those of the people that are more interested in the other worlds and the past lives and and whatever. Those are the ones who will want to preach. And if they're a very young soul, they won't have their preaching be as true as it would be if they were an older soul. So we say to you, be careful who you listen to. And we're ready for more questions. If you have them, please send them to us. So in the looking at your physical body, we know that everybody has a unique physical body and it is ensouled with this beautiful, magnificent soul. And so when you come to Betty Ray for a reading, you will find that you will be given the color of your soul and the reading from Raphael will tell you your soul's purpose because of that color, but actually your main purpose for everyone, no matter what soul color they are, is to experience joy. Now there's a question. How do we know who to listen to? Well, as we said earlier, if this resonates with you, then Enjoy it and do what you can with it. If it doesn't resonate, then ask more questions. Ask Raphael to clarify. Oh, do you keep coming back in the same body when you return? Absolutely not. No, no, no. You have an entirely new physical makeup. And you could be male or female. It, it depends on which... Um, you're, when you pick your parents, you pick the DNA from them to form the physical body. And I say you, I'm talking about your soul, as it works with your council of elders, as it works with your angels and guides. You help to plan this life, and you have a story to tell. You're the author of the story. It's like you've created your own TV show, 
And so you want your leading character to be a certain way. And if you're a red soul, you want that character to have a powerful body and be the hero of the story. And so you're going to want to create a very powerful body. So certainly you're not going to use a used up old one. And so um, the next question is, what about people who have had near-death experiences? Well, they're the ones that are teaching us that there is another dimension beyond this one. In fact, there are many dimensions beyond this one. But they will all, if you read um, Dr. Raymond Moody's book, Life After Life, he is the one that coined the word near-death experience because he is an MD, a doctor. He had resuscitated people who nearly died or did die and brought them back miraculously. But they all told the same story about going toward the light through a dark tunnel. And when they got to this blinding light, they sometimes were greeted by someone whom they knew or loved or a religious figure according to their religious beliefs. And they were shown a part of their life. And I remember one story about a man who was struck by lightning and they showed him what a bad guy he was and Alfred told him he could come back and make a change. Well, he got struck by lightning a second time, went to the other side, had a near-death experience, and this time they congratulated him for turning his life around and turned around and sent him back. And he became an, an inspirational speaker that is still very, very popular. So, what about people who have near-death experiences? They are often going to see the other side as their beliefs will project it. And some of them will see it as heaven is a Christian, a very Christian heaven with no other religions anywhere nearby. And that's because they firmly believe they're the only ones that are in heaven. And let me tell you, everybody goes to heaven. Everybody has the opportunity. But now Raphael in his book, which is on my webpage, is Life in Three Dimensions. He talks about the between world where people get stuck because they don't want to leave this physical world and all their riches behind and they want to tell their in their um, heirs exactly how they're supposed to spend that money and they hang around and they haunt the place. Yes, that does happen. But eventually, they go to the light, as we've heard that saying, and they go to the other side and they make their progress through that. So... Do you always come back as being born new? Okay, being born new, does this mean to you that you forget everything that you had learned before you come in as a total clean slate? Then yes, you do. You become an innocent child again. Yet, your soul has all the memories of your past life. And even as a child, I remember a friend of mine who had a little four-year-old boy who found a penny and he looked at Lincoln and he said, oh, there's my friend, Mr. Lincoln. And the parents looked at him wide-eyed and realized that he was around at the time Abraham Lincoln was around. So yes, past lifetimes will come through. And this is shown with the Dalai Lama that this is always someone who has been a Dalai Lama before. They come through as another wise soul right from the time they are born. But they don't always remember everything, as you do not always remember your wisdom. And so you talk to your soul. You say, soul, I need to know 
what kind of past lives I've had. And then get yourself real still and quiet and relaxed and let your imagination play. And I tell people this, Jesus said, unless you become as little children, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. And so his apostle said, well, I don't know how to become a you know, child again. I can't be put back in my mother's womb. And they were right. So what, they are, what Jesus was trying to say is that unless you can reawaken your playful imagination, you cannot create that kingdom of heaven within you, which is built on your imagination, but becomes a reality in a place that will bring you peace and harmony. And in an instant, you can go to your inner kingdom and find rest and peace and knowledge and wisdom from your own soul and from your angels and guides. So, yes, you're born new, but you're still, depending on how many lifetimes you've had, you can be old. And people have said, you know, that child has old eyes. You just see the wisdom in it. And that's true. But they still come through as this sweet, innocent child that is filled with joy and a playful imagination imagination and it wants to play problem is as we get older we forget to play we forget to play and my motto is if it isn't fun i don't want to do it in all of my teaching years i taught eighth grade english oh my gosh how boring can it get to teach grammar but then i was inspired by my angels to teach them why they needed grammar and i had them gather um application forms, everything from a gas station that was a half a page to a bank one that was eight pages long. And we studied application forms and we studied all kinds of things that require you to use your grammar correctly in order to get a job. Now, we ended up making a game of it. And that game, long story short, was published because it was so successful. Now, I followed my ideas to solve a problem of how to teach grammar that was boring and how to make it relative to my students, my eighth grade students. When you listen to the divine inspiration for how to solve a problem, follow through with it. And earlier, many weeks ago, I talked about the rug that I created. No, we created because You never do this alone. You have angels and guides and all kinds of people that are helping you on the other side. But this rug is now called Symbols. And it was a four-by-six rug, my first rug. If you go on my webpage, which is angelbettyrayandraphael.com, you will see the rug and other rugs that I have worked on. Those were inspirations that I followed through. I allowed myself to follow through, no matter if it took me months to do it. Now, I guess we're out of time. I am so sorry. It is so fast. It goes so fast. It's hard to believe that the time is going. We have one minute left. So, yes, you're born anew each time, and yet your wisdom will come through. So we say to you, dear friends, come back again next week and ask Raphael questions, and we will be here for you. God bless all of you. Be at peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.